Hey guys, it's almost that time of year again. You know, every year we love to make an offer on Moments of Grace and you've caught us at the right time. Uh, till December 15th, we have a four book package for $25 for you. It's a $60 value. My book, A Moments of Grace, A Devotional for a Busy Life just came out in August as well as Managing the Miracle, Living the Miraculous Life and my daughter's book, the Crystal Kingdom. I said four, four books. And we have an 80-page notebook that has the Moments of Grace logo on it. You can go to drajrbutler.com. Again, www.drajrbutler.com and order that gift pack for just $25, where 100% of the proceeds will go to the Grace Project. You know, that's our ministry, where we're building homes for the homeless and for veterans. So Merry Christmas from Moments of Grace and from this, your, your favorite host, Dr. Adrian Butler. We love you so much. And when you get that pack, we'll sign each and every book for you. And you have a Merry Christmas from Moments of Grace. So happy to have you here with us here on Moments of Grace. Uh, we're going to take a an opportunity for the next nine weeks to take a look at some biblical characters, also take a look maybe at some historical characters, bring in some facts and look at how um, their situations may have turned out differently. Um, we're gonna set it up kind of like a courtroom setting and we'll let you be the judge. I'm going to play uh, defense as well as prosecutor in these cases and I, I hope that uh, we can rightfully divide the word together because I, I guess I look at the Bible a little bit different I don't just uh, take the prima facie look at what we have or what's on the surface and go and go from there I love to dig into God's word and maybe look at things a little bit different we don't want to uh, take the word and and turn it around, but maybe our thought processes a little bit. And uh, first case is today is in Genesis 29, uh, 21 through 30. And there are 10 young men I want to talk about that uh, are our first case with uh, this, this, uh, this series we're doing, the case against hate. Um, these 10 men are the sons of Jacob. Jacob, who is also known as Israel, the man who had his name changed from Jacob, which Jacob means supplanter, con man. Uh, we understand that, that his name uh, in, in itself meant that he was a rogue, that he was a thief, a liar. And uh, so he had 12 sons, but not the 12 that we're looking at. We're looking at 10 of them because 10 of his sons have an issue. They have an issue. Um, their issue is that they have hatred in their hearts. They, they want to murder their brother, Joseph. And so this is the case against them. They have hatred in their heart. They want to murder their brother, Joseph. They lied. They stole. And they are not... They are nefarious in all of all that they do. They're, they're, they're a nefarious bunch. So here it is. 
here it is, here it is, here it is. They, they are born into a situation. The, these young men are born into a situation. First of all, if you look at Genesis 29, 21 through 30, and, and we'll kind of go through the, um, the pericope without having to read it. I would like for you to read it on your own. That here it is. Jacob is tricked by his father-in-law. And if you're a biblical scholar or if you've read the Bible or been in Sunday school, you've heard the stories. He's tricked by his father-in-law and given Leah, who is the older sister of Rachel, who he really loves, who Jacob really loves. He's tricked. And because of that trickery, we, we find that Jacob does not love Leah. Now, now let me let me state this here. It's going to be very difficult for someone to hate you and not hate your children or dislike you and not dislike your children because your children are extension of you. In fact, in Genesis 29 and 30, it says, so Jacob went to Rachel also and he loved Rachel more than Leah and served Laban for another seven years. Why is that important? Because here is Leah, she is second fiddle. She's not the one that he loves. And so surely if the word would tell us that, then I'm sure that Jacob, because anybody that we despise, anyone we dislike or someone that we like more, we show that. And the Bible says he loved Leah, loved Rachel more than they did Leah. I'm not saying that he did not love Leah, but every indication is even in what Leah says herself is that her husband does not love her. So emotionally, she feels as though she is second fiddle. And we find in our scriptures, as we continue to read the scriptures over in 31, Genesis 31, you go from 1 through 55, read that as well. You, you find that there is a dr drastic difference the way that Leah's children are treated and his servant's children are treated by Jacob than Rachel's children. Rachel's children are in the tent. Benjamin and, and Joseph are in the tent with their mother. Here it is that uh, Leah's children and the other servant's children, one is Zeppelin, her, their children are out in the field. They're treated like second-class citizens even though they are also Jacob's children. How many situations in life do we see this in? That some gentleman, some guy has children outside of a marriage or has children after marriage, and he treats one set of children better than he does the other. There is no way possible we can expect these young men to turn out any other way when first of all, their father does not show love to them. We see that they see a partiality. Now there is no man worth his salt that would see his mother being treated in, in, in an unkind or unloving manner that would not have some kind of an emotional rejection to that person. So here it is, 10 men, these 10 men see that their father, first, first of all, does not love their mothers. These 10 men also see that there is a distinction between them and their other brothers. 
they are treated differently. They are unloved. They are almost cast out, almost treated like they are servants, even though they are also heirs to Jacob's fortune. And I don't know about you, but I've seen this with men that have had the, the, the second family, the first family is cast off or, the, or, or his older children are, are cast off for the young ones or the younger ones or, or, or whatever it may be. But, but children are only going to be what you make them to be. The word of God tells us to know a tree by the fruit that it bears. Here, these 10 men are thieves like their father. They are liars like their father. And they are unloved like their father. Oh, I didn't let you know that. Let me let, let you know that because as you look over in uh, Genesis 20, 27 and moving forward to 29, we find that Jacob's mother loved him and as his own father made a distinction between him and his elder brother Esau. So it becomes a generational pattern that we're going to love one over the other. And Jacob and his brother were, excuse me, yeah, Jacob and his brother were twins. So there should not have been any distinction, but their parents made a distinction. The word says Leah loved Joseph, Jacob, while um, Abram loved, excuse me, Isaac loved Esau. They showed distinction. And so that same distinction that they show and impartiality they show to their children, to these twins, is passed on to the next generation. So much so, and here is the defense for these 10 men. How could they turn out any other way? They're unloved by their father, treated like servants by their father. So how could they turn out any other way other than wanting to murder the elder brother, lying thieves and everything else all because their father does not love them. But you know, there's a beautiful part about this story. And the beauty is that even though they were unloved, even though their father showed a distinct difference, this is the beautiful part. One of the children, the fourth child that Leah has, this woman who is unloved, this woman who has been mistreated by her husband. The last son, the, the, the fourth son that she has, his name is Judah, which means to praise. And through the lineage of Judah, through this woman who has a child, who who has a husband who does not love her through these children, these boys who are considered liars, have the heart of murderers and thieves. She has a son whose name is praise. His name is Judah. And we want to be so thankful because Genesis, excuse me, John, 316 for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that through the lineage of this woman who did not feel love God gave us love 
through Jesus Christ. Came through the lineage of, of Judah. Did not matter where we come from. It matters where we're going and where we are right now. And if you're listening to me right now, you, you may have not had the father's love or had a father's love, but that does not mean that you can't be loving. You may not have had the most, uh, the, the, the best upbringing. You might've been treated a certain way as you came up. That doesn't mean you have to treat your children that way. You can break generational curse and you can be the beginning of breaking that curse. I would admonish you. I would encourage you to try Jesus who came out of a lineage that were of a woman who wasn't loved and children and sons that were not loved. And God loved them enough, loves us enough that he gave us his son through that lineage. With that said, my time is up. Thank you so much. Be with us on next week. We're going to have another case against hate. And we'll be, uh, I won't tell you what we'll discuss, but we'll have another case against hate on next week. And we will go a little bit further into this study, the case against hate. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler. Remember, love God, love life. Keep the light on. Thank you for being with us. And stay tuned for case number two on next week against the case against hate. Love God, love life. Keep the light on. We'll see you next week here on Moments of Grace.